I'm Lucy. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am a skeptic. And I cover all the things that the government, the leftists, whatever you want to call them, want us to believe and how they actually are. So let's get started. Today we're talking about giants. Like, this is one of my favorite topics to cover. So today we're going to be talking about seven examples of proof that giants do exist, did exist, probably still do exist. Okay, let's just get right in. We're going to cover seven, like I said. We're just going to do that, okay? Genesis chapter 6 tells us there there were giants in the earth in those days and afterwards, end quote. The biblical Goliath was said to be one of four brothers. There are countless tales of giants from all over the world, from Norse, Indian, Mayan, Mayan, sorry, Aztec, Incan, and Greek lore. What if giants are not myths at all, but part of our actual history um, that has been hiding from us up until now? Because now you're listening and you know. The Giants of Ecuador. In 2013, after heavy storms in Ecuador, a large female skull was found in Aloha Province. Scientists determined the skull was approximately 600 years old. The discovery of the skull inspired a search for the rest of the skeleton. The parts were found and assembled a few weeks later. The skeleton stood 7 foot 4, which was outstanding considering that the average height of a woman in those days was about 5 foot 8. The average height around now seems to be about 5 foot 5, so about the same. So, I mean, if you saw someone... Seven foot four, I think we would all kind of stare. Um, further research has led the discovery of five more giant skeletons in the same area. All of the skeletons were between seven to eight feet tall. They were buried in deep, elaborate graves. Um, they were found at two separate sites, leading the scientists to conclude they're probably from two different tribes. That part is kind of iffy. I mean, there's different people that say different things about that part, but let's just keep going. The remains of a much larger giant were found in Ecuador in 1964. Father Carlos Baca, a priest who worked with hospitals, was called upon to examine some strange bones found in the mountainous area. Baca determined the bones were, in fact, human, despite being incredibly large. The bones were taken to an Australian artifact researcher, Claus Donna, who allowed several experts to view the bones. They all came to the same conclusion that they belonged to a human who likely would have been over 25 feet tall. I'm sorry, that's just amazing. They also concluded that the bones were over 10,000 years old. This part is kind of iffy. I don't know. Some people say like 400 years. Really depends on what you do. Make sure you do more research if you really get involved into this. But about the average that I did my research on was about 10,000 years old. Okay, now that we're... So that's pretty much all you got to know about the giants of Ecuador. It's a really interesting tale that you can learn a lot more about. I just covered the basics and what you need to know about them just so you can realize giants are real. Number two... The Kentucky Dover Mound in the state of Kentucky, USA, is a large Native American burial ground within which was found the seven-foot-tall skeleton 
a Vendina man. This is crazy. Seven foot tall. That's just so weird. What was more interesting than its height was its abnormally elongated head and disproportionately large torso in relation to his legs. He was built different. His body was different. A Native American burial ground in Ohio, similar remains were found of an incredibly tall men with elongated heads and disproportionately large torso. Compared to their legs, of course, they got small legs, big waist, um, big face. I don't know. That's the best way I can describe it. Initially, the skeletons were thought to be an extra, an extraterrestrial origin. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do a whole other S like episode just about this little part of this podcast but i mean you get it but science has confirmed these are definitely human remains archaeologists they still find remains of native american burial mounds all over the country (laughs) okay number three this is probably my favorite so it's just short simple sweet the new york giants this is such a cool thing okay in 1971, an archaeological dig at the Native American burial ground unearthed 200 skeletons, some measuring up to 9 foot tall. It was also estimated that remains could have been up to 900 years old. I know. At the time, the discovery of these remains was widely reported in the media, but today the remains have disappeared. Giant so that's number three. It's really um simple, sweet. It's a really cool story. Um, just look up New York Giants. Um, look up Giants, and you'll you'll find a lot more stuff on it than I just explained. Now this one I don't really like, but I thought I would include it because I think it explains a lot of stuff. So one of the more one of the most famous giant footprints. This is number four. It's called I named it Giant Footprints. One of the most famous giant footprints was outside of Mopazulzi. I'm not good at pronouncing it. It was in South Africa. It's a pretty cool place. I'm not going to lie. It was found 100 years ago by a hunter. And locals named it the footprint of God. The the print is 1.2 meters long. And the rest of the body... Sized in proportion to the foot, the giant would have made a stand between 24 to 27 feet tall. Now, the thing about this is if we go back to the Kentucky Dover Mound, um, we can definitely see that not all giants were proportioned, you know, regularly. So he could have been, you know, 18 feet tall. I'm not sure. Um, They don't have the rest of the body. So I think the footprint is really cool, but I mean... This one, I'm having a hard time believing it. I am a skeptic on some of this stuff, but I'm going to keep telling you a little bit more about it, okay? The footprint is in granite, one of the hardest rocks on earth. Um, there's no chisel marks around it, meaning that whatever made the print must have stepped on the rock while it was still molten. That must have been pretty hot. Um, it's estimated that the print could be anywhere from 200 million to 3 billion years old. Um... It's really, I'm not, I'm just, the rest of this is really opinions now. I don't, this one, that's why I don't really like it, but a lot of it is opinionated. But I will keep telling you a little bit more about it. Around the um, world, there's been several footprints found embedded in 
age-old rock in San Jose, a 2.5-meter footprint was found near a local ranch. In the same city, another 1.5-meter footprint was found on a cliff in August 2016, and that was not too long ago. And the Zhuhai, I'm not, I'm sorry, China, a series of footprints was discovered with each footprint nearly two feet long. Two feet. Dos. I don't really know. But two feet. But that's not a lot. I mean, I don't know, my, like, most people's feet are, like, what, one foot? I mean, that's pretty big, but I mean... This one kind of gets me. And it was indented nearly three centimeters into a solid rock. Scientists have calculated whatever made the prints have to be over 13 feet tall. Okay. This one I felt iffy about because I feel like somebody could have easily chiseled that in there. Could it be true? Very well likely, but could it be fake? Extremely likely. Footprints are pretty easy to replicate you can just kind of carve it in um now there's no chisel marks visible on the first one i talked about but let's just keep on i guess see how this goes you know in 1912 a four foot long footprint was unearthed in south africa i love that place um that was dated over 20 million years old whatever humanoid made the footprint would have had to be over 27 feet tall like this could be a thing couldn't be a thing i'm really skeptical about this, especially this one do your research i feel like it's harder to fake a skeleton than it is a footprint or it's i'm sorry i said that i feel like it's easier to fake freaking footprint than freaking skeleton bro I really do okay so this is also one of my favorites i really like it kind of i don't really know you'll see i you'll see what i like about it the giants of death valley i think it's just a, such a cool place you know not a cool place, but I think it's a cool, cool name, I guess. Okay. In 1931, a physician by the name of F. F. Bruce Russell discovered some caves and tunnels in a, a Death Valley, um, and decided to explore them. I would have never done that. With Daniel S. Broby, they at first assumed to be a small cave system. Turned out to go on for 180 square miles. One of the first things they noticed was kind of a ritual or a religious hall covered in strange hieroglyphics, but stranger still was the discovery of a nine-foot-tall human skeleton. Um, okay. That would be kind of crazy, too. Um, the story was first officially reported in a San Diego newspaper in 1947. The remains were mummified and estimated to be around 80,000 years old. However, the story quickly faded away along with the giant's remains. I mean, I believe it. If it was really 80,000 years old, I would believe that would fade away as the footprint said it was 20 million years old. That could have easily faded away. A lot of these things, I think they could have faded away. So... Number six, Love Lock Cave from two old two sixty BC back to the mid eighteen hundreds. 
Lovelock Cave in Nevada was supposedly... I'm sorry. This is just hard. Was supposedly in use by the race of red-haired cannibal giants. Unlike other giant races, we know why this one went extinct. They were cannibals, which made them very unpopular with the, um, like, the Parrot Indians who lived in the same area and who didn't like the giants, didn't like being on the giants menu. I don't blame them at all. Um, it was, this was, there was a very long war between the Paiute and the giants, with the giants being forced to retreat again and again until the caves, until the cave was only the safe place for them. But even from the cave, they continued to hunt and eat Paiute until, like, the people lit a huge bonfire in the mouth of the cave, killing all the giants. But I feel like they could have just went and eat regular meat, like, I don't get their deal with human, only human meat. That's all I'll eat. No, I'm sorry. I would just go eat a rat, like, okay, maybe like a chicken or something. Maybe some coconuts. I mean, really, though? The first evidence of these humanoids was discovered in the late 1800s. The cave was, um, about, you know, the cave was excavated from 1912 to 1920. I'm sorry, 1924. I'm used to saying 2020, but it's over now. 2021. And 40 storage pits were unearthed, containing households of duck decoys, they're made of light wood, fishing gear, bark sandals, up to 15 inches long, and huge moccasins, shell beads, even a wooden grasshopper. In total, you're not going to believe this, 20,000 artifacts were discovered. I think it's really cool. Also kind of sad, though, but I mean, like, they did all die because they were, like, murdered, but I mean, then again, they were trying to murder other people to get them, so I mean, I guess it was fair. I don't really know. Just tell me what you think. I don't know. I think they were just trying to defend themselves, and that's good. But let's keep going. The thick layer of a of bat bongo in the cave um, allowed the relics to be dated back to t- 2600 BC. Wow. I'm sorry, I just yawned. Um, this is really interesting, though. Um, even before Lovelock Cave was officially, quote, officially discovered in 1911 um the Paiute Indians who lived in the area had known about it for about a thousands of years the remains of an 11 foot tall giant were discovered nearby in 1904 in 1911 James Hart and David Pugh got the rights to sell and dig the guano which the guano is a um what they used to make gunpowder back in the olden days, those days, olden days, whatever you call them, <laughs> from Luglock Cave. They had only gone in a few feet when they found the body um, of a six-foot-tall, six-inches man. That would have scared me. His body was mummified, though a lot of them do seem. His hair was distinctly red. They discovered many other normal-sized mummies, but there were a few 8 to 10 feet tall ones. <laughs> wow. There also has been many great-sized handprints embedded in the cave walls. Science. Okay, so now we're going to be talking about the Winst, the Winst 
constant giants. Science are remaining stubbornly silent about a lost race of giants found in some burial mounds near Lake DeBound in Wisconsin in May 1912. As reporting in the New York Times, 4th of May 1912 issue, the 18 skeletons found by the person Pearson brothers exhibited several strange and freakish features. Their height ranged from 7.6 feet to 10 feet. I cannot imagine somebody that's tall. I mean, if you've ever been to a diving pool, I'm just going to give you like a representation. Most of them are 10 feet tall, like at home diving pool. I don't know. You're supposed to be 12. I don't know. But I know the one I've been to a lot is 10 feet. So just think about that. Okay, your ceiling could be tall, but I mean, average size ceiling is about eight feet. So I mean, it's like they don't—they can't walk in your house. Okay, just think about that. If that helps, I don't know. And their schools are much longer than any humans inhabit America today. They're at big heads. They tend to have a double row of feet and long heads, which we already saw. Six fingers, six toes, and humans. And like humans came in different races. This is only one of the many accounts and so like giant skeletons found in Wisconsin. Um Yeah. Okay, so now we're gonna do a little bit of how they cover it up and then we'll be done. Yay. Okay, not yay. Boo. Okay, well over the past 100 plus years, thousands of giant skeletons have been found throughout the world, especially in the American Midwest. So there's, so where is the evidence? Like, I'll let you think about that for a second. So where is it? Did you think of it? Did you? That's what I thought. I can't think of it either, but let's tell you. One way or another, the Smithsonian Institute quickly caught mind of the most of these giants' findings and made the evidence disappear. I know, it's weird. You know, things just vanish into thin air. In most cases, those two ex- the giant skeletons reporting their findings, findings immediately to the Smithsonian, natively trusting the Institute to do what what was in public interest. Now, did they do this? <laughs> Apparently, this Smithsonian concept of in the public interest includes protecting Darwin's theory of evolution and established historical narrative at all costs. In other words, lying to the public. Who is surprised here? Okay, the Smithsonian, that's all they do. They lie, okay? We need to get that across our brains. They are pretty much lying to the public. <laughs> now, evolution isn't real, so let's just get that across. But pretty much, they're saying they don't want the giants anywhere. They don't want people thinking out of them because they know it will unplug truths. And there's a lot. I've just explained all of the findings. I will do more episodes of what they'll actually do if they figure out. People are figuring out they're real, though, so apparently they're trying to lie to the public so, you know, they won't figure out our secrets. Now, you know, no, we all know evolution isn't real, so, wow. 
Wow. I just think it's so crazy that people are supposed to trust people we really can't trust. So just keep that in mind while we finish up, okay? The case against the Smithsonian was made by the American Institution of Alternative Archaeology, which is also known as AIAA. And the infertunable evidence came from whistleblowers within the Smithsonian. Boo. And I liked it. Okay, who admitted the existence of documents that illegally provided destruction of tens of thousands of human skeletons reaching between 6 feet and 12 feet in height. A reality mainstream archaeology cannot admit for various reasons. So, a spokesman for the AIAA, James Churchward, explained, quote, there has been a major cover-up by Western archaeological in- institutions since the early 1900s to make us believe that American was first colonized by Asian peoples migrating through the Bernstrat 15,000 years ago, when in fact there are hundreds of thousands of burial mounds all over America which natives claim were long before them and that show traces of highly developed citizenship complex use of metal alloys and where giant human skeleton remains are frequently found but still go unreported into new outlets end quote i'm sorry if that was hard to read i just didn't know how to change my voice for his quote can't look it up just look up james her word for the is a spokesman for the AIAA. Don't worry, you know. A turning point, a turning point of the court case when, when a 1.3 meter long human femur, wow, femur bone was shown in the evidence court of the existence of a such giant human bones. And just to give you a little representation, think of a grown adult man got one maybe there's one in front of you or somewhere okay think of one okay now think of his shoulder you thought of it okay good now pretty much think of your femur bone okay this is like a weird representation it's just a bone think of a little bone think of your shin or just think of like a little bone okay this was as big as his shoulder okay this like goes up from the tip like if he was on his tiptoes them tiptoes to his shoulder that's how big it would be that's how big like these things are real bro they're they're huge okay did that help you oh it was um uncovered in ohio in 2011 if that helps at all that's what that's what presented the court okay so um the evidence came to blow that the Smithsonian lawyers, the bone had been stolen from the Smithsonian by one of their high-level curators in the mid-1930s who had kept the bone all his life, which had bad admitted over, which had admitted on his deathbed. Oh, I said that weird. I'm sorry. In writing of the undercover operations of the Smithsonian. Um, so, this is part of his letter. 
it's a terrible thing quote quote it's a terrible thing that is done that's being done to the American people end quote he wrote in the letter quote we are hiding the truth of the forefathers of humanity but our ancestors the giant who roamed the earth as recalled in the bible and the ancient texts of the world end quote I mean this is something to think about it's um so i'm just gonna give you a little like just what we talked about today so we talked about seven examples of truth that giants do in fact exist um we talked about the bible and how that relates to it and how goliath and david and goliath if you know that story go find it please now so number one we had the giants of ecuador that was a good one the kentucky dover mount New York Giants, Giant Footprints, that one's not really my favorite, um, definitely, I think footprints could be a thing, but really, I can't tell if this is real, I don't know, it's just kind of scaring, and not scaring me, but it's just kind of making me think a lot more, because, I mean, that could decay very easily if it was several, you know, two billion, three billion years, sorry, um, the Giants in Death Valley, Love Black Cave, which was disturbing. Wisconsin Giants. Well, I hope I gave you some things to think about that's really going to be heavy on your noggin now. Did I? I hope I did. Okay, well, I just thought that this would be so much important to share with you. So, I don't really know. This is my first episode. Thank you so much for watching this. Um, I don't know how to thank you. I think my next episode will also be about giants. It might be about something different. Anything you want it to be, please tell me. Thank you. Have a gorgeous day. Bye.